It's the Bearded Brothers, baby. What's that, little Devin? What's that with your young Corinne? Who's that with your bro? Chilling, chilling, man. You're another, another episode, episode, what it is? 59? 59, yep. I think so. We uh, got to go ahead. Nah, I was just saying, appreciate Eric for coming on with us last week. Facts. We got a special guest on, our sister, D, a.k.a. Classic Red. What's up, D? What's up? What's up? What's up? Hey. Be cool. <laughs> What's <man>? good? <laughs> man. Thanks for having me this week. Hey, we been supposed to have you on, man. Oh, what the fuck is going on? I mean, you know, I was gonna beg and nothing, but nah, man, you be for the hair you on. And we, and we gotta get back to our uh, our women guests. Oh yeah, y'all ain't had a female in a long time, right? It's been, oh, it been a minute. Y'all ain't had a woman. In yeah, it's, it's been a yeah, while. It's been, it been a minute, man. We gotta, we gotta, you know, what I'm saying, get back to that. Well, hopefully, this is a good episode. Hopefully, the viewers like it. It's informative. Man. Oh, it's gonna be fine. I'm making fire. I'm gonna fall asleep. Either one. It's a, it's a toss up. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, nigga always tired. <laughs> but yeah, man, you know what I'm saying? How was your weekend, Devin? Uh, it was alright. I went to a graduation party. One of my childhood partners, his little brother, graduated from college. He gone, I mean, college. He, from high school, he going to LSU. <sighs> nigga, realize how old I'm getting. <laughs> Man, I, yeah, I sure, but 35, little, but 36, 37. <laughs> 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 Cole say that just because he the youngest one. Thanks. How old you live? Nah, I'm on 27. I just made 27. Oh, okay. Yeah, I make 29 in November. But, uh... <laughs> I've been getting. I've been getting. I was in my thirties when I was twenty-one. <laughs> well, I always look like an old nigga. Yeah, but nah, man, my yeah. weekend was alright, bro. I ain't doing shit. How was your weekend, D? It was good. I was in Houston, actually. My um, I was out there for like a little bridal brunch for my cousin. But that's it, you know. Big, big lady. A little lit. Mimosa drunk. Mm, partially. Had to drive back, so I ain't, you know, I ain't over. Oh, all right. <laughs> 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 they too far from where you at, about two hours, not two and a half. Yeah, like, well, I mean, you know, they always got traffic, so it was like three. Yeah, yeah. You know traffic is. Yeah, the whole Texas. <laughs> I look at it. <laughs> Not in yeah, yeah. We ain't got no traffic out here. Yeah, I be working out there. We traffic out there. Well, you know what? Like by the post West construction, like 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 the newer parts, it be a lot of traffic. Like where they where they building it up at? Man. Oh yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. It be a lot of traffic over there. Where it's cause like I, I work like there sometimes. Boy, don't nobody be downtown like that unless it's for like tourists or something. Work. Oh, if you work down there, <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> People asking me how Dallas traffic is, same as Houston to me. It's up nah, nah, Houston. Crazy. No, it's no, it's not. Nah, it, it kind of do though. Like round, like nah, Houston just traffic all day. But like round, like rush hour and shit. Yeah, Dallas traffic be bad. But Houston should just you, be all day. Houston just got more freeways, huh? Because I I never been to Dallas yet. Yeah, you see that? Houston got more freeways, and they like five lanes, but all lanes be clogged up. 
Ain't just, that a bitch? Because it'd be, it be a fucking accident on every freeway every day. And they do construction on all the main highways. Man, they right. finally finished 290. That shit took like 10 years. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> they, were, they were working on 290. Since I was graduating high. Yeah, since I was like graduating high. That shit was like goddamn 15 years, cuz. <laughs> <laughs> Lay ass lanes on that bitch, but they were doing construction. Small ass, skinny ass lanes. Be close as fuck to 18 wheeler. Now that should be 10 lanes. 10, uh, <laughs> 10 lanes wide and still be traffic. That was smooth. It, it, it's cool, but, then, but like I said, it's always going to be traffic. In Houston, so. Yeah, so many people. So, we are getting into a D. Where you are? Where you from? Laplace. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, bro. Laplace? Don't, don't, don't do us. Don't do us. The, the LP, as they call it. How far is the flash for New Orleans, though? I don't know. It's right there, huh? About 30 minutes. Yeah, like 30 minutes if you go on, like, airline. Yeah, it's like a 45-minute ride <laughs> on, yeah. the, on I-10. I mean, right up the road. Kind of the same. Okay, it ain't too far. That's kind of good. It's right there. If that, I if, mean, but if you want to get technical with it, I was, like, raised all over because, you know, I'm a military brat. Oh yeah, all right. That makes sense. That makes sense because you work ethic. I'm gonna say that. Wow. Because you 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 work a lot. I guess that's like maybe because how you was raised. It looked like I work a lot. I don't work a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like me. God, I be chilling. <laughs> well, yeah. So um, go ahead, D. With. Which uh, which branch of the military? Or which, you know, your, was it your mom, your dad? Oh, it was my daddy. He was in the Air Force. He did... Oh, damn. How many years he did? I think he did like 23, 24 years. Yeah. And he was a, a chief master sergeant. He set there. Ooh. Yeah, he was way up in the ranks. Oh, yeah. He went the highest. He can go for E9. Wow. So he just made that his career then? Yeah. He got out. He still, well, he retired, but he still do the same job. It's just a civilian job. Oh, okay. Still got them benefits, though. <laughs> oh, yeah, he worked for the investigation unit. Oh, that boy, that boy, that boy is, what that, uh, what that show is? <laughs> what? what? <laughs> I'm drunk as fuck. What the what? show with the FBI? Damn, oh, sir. FBI agent? <laughs> What's up? <that? laughs> <laughs> investigation? I'm thinking FBI. I'm thinking, what the fuck that show <laughs> is, man? But with the, uh, fuck. Fuck it. NCIS? <laughs> what you talking about? No. I was going to say, what? No, man. Criminal mind. Yeah, criminal mind. That nigga criminal mind. <laughs> Boy, that's like detective work they do on that shit. He ain't no damn detective. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's up, though. That's what's up, man. Yeah. Big military. <laughs> so you, you traveled a lot, like, um, up until a certain point or you were traveling a lot like you know in, in high school too I traveled since I was a baby I went to Oklahoma Germany Colorado Florida and then here to San Antonio so he retired here and we've been in San Antonio since oh, since 2004 I believe okay so y'all yeah y'all y'all been there a while now oh yeah but you didn't got to see a lot of the world that's what's up it was cool. 
I was about to say, I know as a kid, you didn't give a fuck about seeing the whole world. Uh, I mean, really when I got older, because I was just like, I was used to, you know what I'm saying? Like, you get older, you get friends and shit, and you, like, every five years, you got to move. Yeah. But as a kid, it was cool. I mean, it didn't, it didn't bother me, bother me, but it was just like, damn, we got to go another place. So when y'all settled in San Antonio? We came out here, I was in my second semester of sixth grade. And I've been out here since. Hey, man. Okay. Because I got me a good little job, you know what I'm saying? So you're really from San Antonio, low-key. Yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> oh, shit, it's a, shit, it's a goons. <laughs> oh. I mean, San Antonio cool. People be trying to knock San Antonio, but San Antonio got some gyms, but, I mean, I don't be going out like that, you and know what I'm saying, but it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> they got some gyms out there. I'm trying to see what's going on. <laughs> You said for what? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. We gonna keep going. <laughs> this nigga drunk, drunk. Nah, man. I've been there. I, I ain't gonna lie. I fuck with San Antonio. I've been there a couple times. I like it. I ain't get to. It's I ain't really cool. get to it's explore. Not like, it's not like other Texas cities. Like everybody, you know, like Dallas, Houston. You know what I'm saying? Like nightlife and stuff like that. I mean, they got nightlife here, but. It ain't like Houston or Dallas type of night. It's real, That's why people it's real chill out there. Oh, yeah, because it's a military city. Uh, wow. I think they had, when we first moved here, they had like five military bases, and now they got four. Oh, wow. I didn't know they had that many. Oh, yeah, it's like military Mecca. People be coming out here for like basic training, all types of stuff. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Texas got a lot of military bases in Texas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we're gonna get into um fuck, I don't know how to say it. Intra operative neuro physiologic monitoring. 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 Yeah, I know. Or that you part. wanna say like, because that's that's a lot to say. I can say neuromonitoring. So basically you monitor surgeries. But for like brain surgeries or spinal surgeries or stuff like that, for the, for the yeah, nervous so, system, yeah, yeah. So, I'm, I mean, like, what I okay, so technically, what I'm called is like a CNIM, so that's like the acronym or whatever. And um, we monitor like spinal surgeries, craniotomies, um, like ear surgeries or like facial nerve surgeries and orthopedic surgeries. But within the company that I work for, they have like different levels of CNM. So right now I'm a level two CNM because I just do like spinals and orthopedics. Shit. <laughs> Look, I want I don't want to cut you off. I wanted to ask you what was one of the things you said. What's a crane you said crany crany what? Craniotomy. So that's just like brain surgery. Oh, okay. Okay. That's crazy. It sound like ching ching. That's what it sound like. Right. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice little coin. Yeah, I told my sister, my sister to look it up. She ain't look it up. She kind of slow. I be trying to tell people about it because it's like when I found I didn't before I got my job I didn't know nothing about it. Like I had never heard about it. So I mean, it's still kind of brand new within the medical field, but a lot of people still have never even heard about it. So how did you like, hear about trying it? To, you know, I be trying to tell people who you know, like in the health field or like medicine you know or like going to medical school or something like that i've been trying to tell people about it to you know so they can see because i mean it's like 
when it comes to like you know the medical field, people only know like doctors and like nurses. Right. And it's like there's so so much more that you can do within the medical field to where you know you still have that like patient interaction or like OR interaction, but you don't have to do as much work basically. Do you think it's a lot of jobs like that that a lot of people don't really know about? Like it's you know it's a lot of money to be made, but everybody trying to go to you know nursing and and other yeah, because I, I mean. Because I literally, I do, I literally only, never heard of this until today. I, I was the same way. The only reason I heard about the job was because the secretary at the time, she was a lady that used to work with my mom, and she told my mom about the job. So that's how I found out about it, because I had never even heard about it, didn't know anything about it. But it's more prominent in, like, up north, like, in Pennsylvania and areas like that. Because mm. that's where, like, it started. Like, the guy who started the whole field, he, like, from Pennsylvania. Okay. So, like, in the colleges, like, up north, they actually have degrees for it. But, you know, down south and stuff like that and other places, they don't really have a lot of colleges that offer the actual degree for it. So, how much school you had to do for, for, for that? I just had to have a bachelor's degree. So, I went to college at um, UTSA um, out here. And then I got the job maybe, like, six months after I graduated. Damn. The only, the only requirement for some of the companies is you just have to have, like, a bachelor's degree like in the health field or like medicine and then like you basically get trained on the job to like do the job but it takes some companies it takes like six months like our company it took a year for like everybody like trainees and stuff so where you can like run cases on your own and like be able to do the cases and take the tests and pass to get your certification that's what's up it worked out for you like that yeah it did because I don't know what I was gonna do <laughs> So, uh, so how, how how important is your job to the the actual patients? It's really important because um, we monitor the muscle and nerve function. So, say like I do a spinal surgery, so they doing you know like a fusion or something like that. Like, because we have some people you know who have like get injured at work, so they have like a cracked spine or like broken vertebrae and stuff like that. So we monitor those spinal nerves that innervate the spinal cord. So it just lessens the chance of like any type of nerve damage or paralysis that can happen to the patient. That's wild. I'll be watching doctor shows. Oh yeah, I used to watch all this stuff when I was a kid. That's really wild. Like I've always wanted to be in the medical field, but I just ain't want to do all that science and be a bio major in college. That definitely wasn't gonna happen. I mean, you I ain't even much like school like that to be honest. <laughs> so you you get to you get to be in the um <clears throat> you get to be in the operating room like on your daily basis in them. Oh, yeah, I um I sit like right behind the anesthesia cart next oh, to the wow. anesthesiologist. So I gotta take like vitals throughout the surgery. Oh, okay, like okay. all like basically what the anesthesiologist does and what I do kind of correlates because our signals that we have to monitor and like all the data that we have to monitor, like they can be affected by the different types of anesthetics that are given, you know, during like induction or just like, you know, to keep the patient like sleep throughout the surgery. Mm. So it's kind of like one big like unit. Okay. So everybody's working to get like a like a like a team basically. Yeah, but I go to multiple hospitals, so I work at like basically all the hospital systems in San Antonio. Um, I travel to South Carolina. I travel to Fort Lauderdale. I go to Austin. I go to I go to Dallas sometimes. So basically, wherever they need you. 
Yeah, for the most part. I mean, my base is San Antonio, but we have people in Dallas. We have people in South Carolina, but we have like multiple surgeons in all those territories. So if, you know, they're just like busy, you know, we all kind of like rotate to travel. So it's not like a um, like how nurses travel out of out of states. Is, is it like that? Is mm-hmm. that the same way? I mean, yeah, in a sense, because we have to like be credentialed to go to those hospitals and you know know the surgeons and get to know all the staff there, so we can you know just like be able to go into the facility and stuff. So yeah, it's in the same. It's the same kind of. Yeah, it's fine, y'all. Well, fuck, I travel, but I work outside, so that shit trash. <laughs> I like traveling. It's cool. I mean, not often, but if they need me, I. Do. <laughs> I and do you get to you get to pick where you want to go? Do or is it like, you know, they just tell you know they get a, you get assigned there or whatever. Well, I'm the only person in the company that's credentialed to go out in places, so it's really uh, whenever they need somebody or whenever they need me, really. Sounds very rich. Right. <laughs> I don't want to say it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've been trying to tell people because you... I'm fucking with the movement, though. I, I'm going to look it up. Know, to give people, like, metrics, like, there's, a like, a recruiter lady who always sends me, like, job offers for different places in the United States. And, I mean, for a lot of them places, you can have, like, one year of experience with the certification, and you'll start off at, like, $80,000. I'm about to sign up. up. <laughs> <laughs> And like with the company, with the job itself, you can make up to like six figures. So I mean, it's a really good. It's really good. Like I try to tell people all the time, especially if they want to get their foot into the medical field. And like I said, you, if you still want to have, you know, like that patient interaction, but not as much of a role, I'm, this is perfect. You really, edu- never you really educating us. <laughs> I'm in that bitch. It's rare if I work like eight hours a day. Sometimes I get scheduled just to do one case, and it'll probably be like. A two, three hour case, and I'm done for the day. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to be at. And I can go in as early. I think the earliest I went into work is like five. And then sometimes I go in at like, you know, in the afternoon. So it just depends. But we kind of have like set surgeons who we work with. So I kind of know how my schedule is going to go. So pretty much depend on the surgery time. Yeah, yeah. So with the different facilities they work at, because it's like multiple surgeons from like all types of like, areas in san antonio you know that be at those hospitals so it just depends on like where they can fit the surgeon in like what time they can have him you know because not all the hospitals have like 20 you know operating rooms some of them only have like five or ten depending on if it's like a small surgery center compared to like a big like university hospital or something she sign me up cut i will <laughs> i go to school i hate school so much i ain't never going back I said the same thing. I'm gonna do I'm gonna try to spoof my. I'm gonna print one of them. Don't fake uh, degrees up. <laughs> but yeah, man, that's just some, some important shit, man. That's just that's something like some shit I wouldn't I wouldn't want to do because it's too much on the line. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I said, I'm just like I'd be I'm, I'm too stupid. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna ask like so if something goes wrong on I guess for your job role like what what would you what would you have to do. I mean, I know it's that's a broad question, but you know, if something goes wrong with the. Okay. So, like, let's say I see, like, I'm monitoring, you know, like the muscles 
correlating with the spine, like the spine, depending on what level he's working on. Like I would be able to see activity on a specific nerve to let him know like, hey, I got some activity. So that'll let him know like to back off so that way it doesn't cause any type of nerve damage because your nerves in your body, Uh especially around the spinal cord. So like the littlest amount of irritation to your nerve can cause like numbing or tingling, you know, when the patient wakes up. And sometimes even like temporary paralysis. But I mean, I've never had that happen, but you know, there are cases like that. So, if anything ever goes wrong, we always elect a surgeon. Because, I mean, if it's something, you know, significant enough, like, they got to stop the surgery. Because, I mean, the patient's, li- the patient's life could be on the line or, like, you know, they could either, you know, be paralyzed or something. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's some stuff that could go wrong. I ain't never had to go wrong. Let me knock some wood. But it, it's, uh, it's, it's important. Yeah. It don't seem like a lot, like, when you do it, but it's important. Man, that's just uh, I watched the good doctor. That show good as hell. <laughs> that's one with that autistic boy, right? Yeah, that shit with the nigga Norman Bates. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I be fucking with that, and it be like I like doctor shows like that. That it be, it be showing the actual like. What that should be fake? I'm just saying though. <laughs> they be breaking all types of hippo laws. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they be they be doing some crazy OSHA shit. Regulations. Yeah, they they be doing some crazy wild shit. <laughs> What's the show I fuck with? So, like, you actually be seeing people with brains and shit? I don't do the craniotomies yet because that's, like, a level three, level four. So, you uh, get paid, like, the people who do craniotomies and stuff, I'm pretty sure they get paid, like, six figures. For sure. So, I ain't got there yet. Yeah, the working on the brain. Have, I mean, I would want to, but I don't even think the company I work for, I think we may have just, like, one, like, one surgeon that does craniotomies. Okay. And usually when he has those cases, I'm already on a case, so like I can't ever just really see it like that unless I'm off. Yeah, he probably have like a set person they like to work with, probably. Yeah, I mean they try not to, but it's it's inevitable because we have so many people on the in the company and we have so many surgeons. So I have at least like three surgeons that I work with on like a weekly basis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not a bad gig, man. You know what I'm saying? I- like I say, it sounds really important, man. So I'm glad you taking it serious because I'll be, I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, like I mean, like, 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 if it was my job, then yeah, you know, I'm trying to take it seriously. Cause I, like I say, I'll be taking my job serious, but I'll be, I'll be bullshit or something. <laughs> <laughs> I can't work for like, 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 I'm glad you don't be kicking it in there too hard. That shit funny. I didn't want to work in the operating room, you remember? Just being that bitch, like, yeah, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> it? You'd be surprised. I done heard some shit in them operating rooms. Them doctors, they be talking about all types of stuff. I just be sitting back there, like, I bet they do. I, like, they just be talking while they. I be hearing all their teeth. While they doing the surgery, just be talking. Oh, they be messy as hell. They be talking about the damn patients. I can't damn. go into too much, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 nah, 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 do all that. Don't do all that. I'm just saying that shit funny. Imagine somebody, imagine about... somebody try to work on your brain and they ripping your hairline or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, that boy dirty as fuck, stupid ass, coming here like that, stupid brain ass. Up in there talking about how big the patients is. Okay. Come on, man, no people like that, cuz. <laughs> I can't, I can't find a spine, cuz. <laughs> That's crazy. Now, don't call me fat while I'm on the table, man. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> 
bro. They would. That's why I don't be saying nothing because they didn't have instances where people, when they go to surgery, they be having them little recorders hit them in places. That's why I don't be saying nothing. I just be back there on my phone. They trying to work on your trying to work on your spine. They're like, I don't know how the fuck we got this big ass. <laughs> Turn them over. Who? Not me. What <laughs> <laughs> that is fucked up. Who's gonna flip them? Nah. <laughs> what that's crazy. Nigga said, let's pull a straw. <laughs> wow. I mean, fuck her. I mean, I don't know. That's fucking funny as fuck, though. Don't talk with me, my. See, I don't trust the motherfucker. <laughs> don't call me. Don't, say, don't, don't, don't call, call me, me fat, fat while I'm sleeping. <laughs> don't call me fat, cuz. Disrespectful. Oh, I just wish more black people knew about it, cuz hell, I'm the only black person at the company I work for. That's how I be feeling, wow. man. And my company, too. And how, ma- how many of it? How many um, of y'all is, is there, D? Uh, we got about 18 texts in San Antonio. Wow, and you the only black one. Yeah, they be trying it too, but they know. <laughs> Get them, boo. <laughs> <laughs> I'll use that affirmative action card real quick. <laughs> because... Ain't nothing wrong with that. Not but for real, I be... I, like, even when I travel outside of, like, Texas and stuff, I, I'm still, like, the only black person that does what I do. I be like, damn, like, how we how we get this out? Because I love to see more people, you know what I'm saying, that look like me doing it, because it's not, like, yeah. it's just like if you was in college. Like, it's something you got to study for and take a test. When I mean, would you say the... Go ahead, what you uh, No, I was just going to ask, when would you say the um, <clears throat> the profession, like, came about when i started three years ago because i've been with my company for three years um when i started three years ago they were saying it was about maybe like five years old like five years into the medical field oh wow yeah so that's that's in this infancy yeah but i'm thinking they think i think they mean like five years for it to be like nationally like recognized uh-huh. because the guy that started it he old but that's, that's he does like seminars though. and stuff like that, and he, you know, he's at like different seminars for what we do, and like he does like online classes and stuff. But he, like, I want to say he, he at least in his like sixties. That make that make you think about how many other professions, medical professions, there are out there that we, oh, yeah. you know, that our people don't know about and the average person don't know about. Yeah, and a lot of them, all you need is an associate. I didn't know that either. Like being a scrub tech or like a, um, I think an X-ray tech. I don't think you need a full four-year degree for that. I think you just need like not, two years. Yeah, not not for X-ray tech. I know for X-ray tech, you need two. Scrub tech the same way too, because this is one girl. She um, she only had an associates, but like at a lot of hospitals, they teach you, like they train you on the job. So it's like you get trained, and then I think they like test you out to see if you could pass, and then you know, like if you pass for sure, you have a job, but. A lot of the stuff is like they train you on the job because that's how mine was. You just need to get the basics in, essentially. Yeah, because for my job, you have to get 150 cases and then you have to get like what we call continuing education credits. And that's just like basically like little quizzes you can take online from medical journals or you can take like little seminars online. Um, You have to get like 30 of them. And then once you get all that and you're signed off to run the cases on your own, then they like they make you like take your exam. Big exams. 
Nah, for real. That test. Look, I had to take that test five times. Mm-hmm. Shit, at least you passed it. Nothing wrong with that. Hell yeah, yeah shit. Sure. I don't know what I'm gonna do if I didn't. That whole hard. It's harder than like <laughs> the the nursing test. I'll be. I would. I would. I would think so. When you gotta like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're dealing with something like you're that. You're dealing with some shit where somebody may never walk again. I mean, the nursing test is hard, too, because they got to know, like, all them different type of drugs and stuff. But for us, yeah, you got to know, true. like, how the nerves correlate in the body and how your brain send responses yeah. to your nerves and all that. It's, it's a lot. Yeah. I'm and rocking, it costs though. a lot. Yeah. The test costs a lot? Yeah, the test, like, $700. Oh, goddamn. <laughs> so I know every, I know after everyone you miss, you're like, oh fuck. Yeah, yeah, I was hot. I mean, the company paid for the first one, so I was like, okay, cool. But after every other time, I was hot as hell. <laughs> Big penny loans. <laughs> for real and then like, alright we're gonna schedule your test I'd be like damn when I got $700 right <laughs> when I can re-up re- like, what's the OTN man relax calm down I'm like damn why y'all pocket watching shit nigga wildin cuz you gonna help me <laughs> right you gonna put in like, so DeAndrea when are you gonna take your test again I'll be like, when I get when I get $700, 700 more dollars nigga okay <laughs> I'm like shit nigga got bills I'll live with my parents that's crazy. I mean, shit. I mean, I guess you, you have to pass that shit. You know what I'm saying? You got to. And you don't, that's your ass. <laughs> because I mean, not all companies, like, a lot of the companies, you don't have to have it. So it's like, you can get trained mm. for it, but you don't have to have the actual certification. But for the company I work for, we have to have it. Because not all the hospitals require you to have it. Yeah, I, I, but you get more money with that certification, too. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's what I'm saying. So I, I'd rather just want to pass it because that's, that's automatically a nice little check. Oh, yeah, that's why yeah. I didn't give up. Because I was all like, hell no. One, I don't like to be defeated like that. Like, especially if it's something that I'm, like, really working for. So I wasn't going to let myself just, like, quit. Mm-mm. Yeah. I don't care if I had to take that whole 10 times. It was going to get done. How much study you do for that? Ooh, every day, about eight hours a day. God, I would have failed. Sometimes, <laughs> like. I would have still been I literally felt like I was back in college, for real, for real. I would have still been on that bill like, three years later. Because I was eight. pulling, like, all-nighters. And, like, I would have to get up sometimes at, like, 5 a.m. in the morning. But I will pull all-nighters and just go straight to work. Then from work, I will probably take, like, maybe a four-hour nap and then get up and do the same thing again. It's like you, you really in med, med school studying. Yeah, for real, like. Because I mean, you can't do no. Oh, I'm a. I'm a try to study like a month before I take my test. Now you need yeah, to study. Nah. You need to study. I mean, but shit, nah. it all paid off. So in the in the long run. Yeah. Oh yeah, I do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You get benefits, full benefits. You know, you get good pay. You get paid to travel. Well, now we get paid to travel now. Yeah, you can't beat that. So I mean, it's good. You know, that's why I said like I. I I love my job. People always ask me, like, how long I plan on doing this. I'm like, until I find something else. Mm-hmm. Until another I mean, They got, like, 401k comes. plans with this stuff. So it's like, it's good. It's a, it's a really good, a really good career. So we're going uh, to get to a most, more serious note. Um, I know you, you battled with um, breast cancer um, a while back. How, how long ago was that? I had it um, when I was 17. I was a senior in high school. Man. But I had my first surgery leading up until when I was 15. 
That's crazy. I ain't see that young. I ain't even. I ain't know nothing about. You know what I'm saying? Like, they like cancer yeah. and shit like that. The only old people like got cancer. Hell, I did shit. too until they told me. Yeah. How did how did that come? I mean, I I know it's it's many ways you can get it, but how did it come about that you got it so early like that? So to kind of shorten it, okay. So when I was 15. Like, I don't know, I, like, my mama was always very vigilant and, you know, being like, you know, you're a young lady, make sure you know you know your body, you know, do yourself breast exams, you know, especially, like, after you menstruate, you know, whatever. So, you know, I was just doing self breast exam or whatever, and I had discharge come out. And, I mean, I'm 15, and I've always been, like, into medicine and, like, just in the body in general. So I was all like, okay, only only reason you're going to have some discharge come out your boob is if, like, you're pregnant. I knew that wasn't it. Or, like, you know, if you had, like, hormone changes. So I'm like, okay, maybe that's what it is. So I've, at first I wasn't even really just, like, tripping. I was like, okay, I'm going to check, like, a couple days after today, see what happened. So... Like, a couple of days later, I did the same thing. And then this time, I had, like, a bloody discharge. And I was like, okay, then there's something wrong. So I told my mom or whatever. And my dad at the time was still active duty military. So we went to the military hospital. And we told them what was going on. And the first doctor I went to, he basically like told me, like, oh, you don't have anything. Like, he did an ultrasound and all that. And he was like, yeah, there's nothing wrong with you. It's just your hormones, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, uh, I got bloody Yeah, like, not with blood coming out. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm like, okay. And, you know, like people always talking about, you know, how doctors don't take black women serious and stuff like that. Like, that was my first instance with that. So when people be, you know, talking about that, I'd be like, that shit is for real. Like, they'll really yeah. brush you off. And I'm like, bro, I got literal blood coming out and you telling me ain't nothing wrong with you. So, of course, me and my mama, we went to like a second, a second doctor to get a second opinion. And then that doctor basically did like a mammogram on me. He found like a little small tumor that was like the size of a pea. So then I had surgery to get it taken out. It came back benign, so I didn't have anything. Then when I was 16, in the same area, probably like a couple centimeters over, I felt two um, two tumors, actually. But they were probably like the size of like a pea again. So I told my mom, I went back to the doctor, had another surgery, and I got diagnosed two weeks after I turned 17. So one of the tumors was benign and one of them was malignant. And that's when they told me that I had um, a form of breast cancer called ductal carcinoma in situ. So it's like a non-invasive type of breast cancer, but it could turn into like, you know, a stage one, two, three or four. If you, you know, you don't detect it early enough. But in my case, I was lucky enough to detect it early. Man, that's a blessing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, so you had to go through high school, you know, dealing with that. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't bad because like, I, I, I will say, like, I was blessed, you know, to catch it early enough because I didn't have to do, like, radiation or oh, chemo. Okay. I just had, yeah, like, that's, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. So my doctors were trying to push me into doing, like, another surgery and radiation, but I'm like, I know too much about the body, you know what I'm saying, to know about, like, what radiation does to healthy cells. So I was all like, no. Nah. I'm like, I've already had two surgeries, so that shit probably going to come back, and at this time it's going to be a stage. I don't got time for that. So I told them to just do a double mastectomy on me, but they were kind of against it because they were like, you're just so young and, you know, let's try to, you know, think about something else. But I was like firm. Like, as soon as he told me I was diagnosed with breast cancer, I was like, you're like, just, just get them off. Like, I literally, the words that came out my mouth was, you can take my breast, like straight up. Didn't think about it. It just literally spurted out. I mean, because you're, you're, like, you're, you're, you're ready to live, then, you know what I'm saying? 
Hell yeah, and I'm like, boy, exactly. all these different types of, you know, like reconstructive surgeries are here. I'm like, I ain't gonna miss them things. Take them, please. <laughs> I could get them back some kind exactly. of way. Exactly. I'm like, mm, I'm young. It ain't, it ain't nothing wrong with it. Take it. I'm like, I already had too many surgeries. I'm not about to deal with that. Mm. So once they actually did like the double mastectomy, once they um, dissected my breast tissue, they found out that I had this, I guess, type of disease you can say called hyperplasia. So he basically said I had like the breast tissue of like a 70 year old, but we don't know why I had that. So that's kind of like where it stops. Mm. But yeah, you know, I've been this September on September 4th, which is actually the same day that we launched Velvet Noir randomly. That's going to be my 10 year breast cancer anniversary. So I've been like 10 years out with like no cancer, you know, no detections of anything. So Congrat- wow. congratulations. Get like another little milestone. Yeah. God bless. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. So, um, how was it, how, how I put was it to have a, a, a great support system during all that time? It was really important. Like, of course, like my mom and my dad, they were, of course, like there for the whole thing. But I'm, I'm, a, I'm the type of person where I don't like to show emotion and stuff like that. And I don't like people to be around me, like sulking and stuff like that. Because what a lot of people don't know is like the way your emotions, like your emotions can affect your health, basically, like with depression. Like look at the people, yeah. who, you know, who go through like severe depression, like they be having health problems and stuff like that. So I didn't want nobody around me that was going to be like, oh, my God, DeAndrea, like feeling sorry for me. Because I'm like, I need to feel sorry for myself. Like to me, that was just like, oh another little obstacle or something I got to, you know, get through. So I was like, my mom and my dad, like I told them, I was like, y'all can get y'all a little crying out or whatever. I already got my crying out, but after today, we ain't finna be doing all that little sad shit. Like, we not. I told yeah. my mom to tell all my family members, like grandma, grandpas, I don't want them on the phone crying, none of that. I respect it. I mean, cause like mm-hmm. I said, it, it, you don't want us got to go through all of that, so. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, like, after I got my little tears out, I was all like, okay, what we got to do? And I had already made my mind up, so I'm like, okay, when, when we doing this surgery, when we scheduling this surgery? And I had, and like, they- all the tests done, you know, to, like, check my genes to see if I actually carry the gene for it. And, like, all that stuff came back negative. So that's why my doctors are kind of just like, how are you 17 years old and you have breast cancer? Like, I was the youngest that they had at the military hospital out here. Wow. Uh, so what kind of treatment, you know, did you do? To, I just had uh, the double mastectomy. Yeah, okay. And then I didn't have to do nothing after that. Like, I would have to go back, like, every three months. And then once I hit a year, I went back every six months. And then when I hit three years, I went back every year. And then since I hit, like, five years, like, I go back, like, once a year or two years whenever I go for, like, my annual. That's good. I'm glad to be glad to hear you in good health. Oh, yeah. But that's why I say, like, my story is, like, completely different from, like, most breast cancer survivor stories because I didn't I didn't go through half of what most women go through and it's like I definitely like they some warriors for real because I didn't have to go through half of that stuff yeah the chemo and yeah and and all of that yeah and like when I got diagnosed I really started doing like advocacy and stuff when I was at college so my first like the first time I even talked to like a magazine or anything was I want to say my sophomore year in college and it was like a a college-wide magazine in Texas so it like went on, like went live. People from like U of H, like friends from all different colleges in Texas was like sending me pictures and stuff. Cause I didn't know it was that big of a deal. I was just like, oh yeah, I'll do this little interview or whatever. Like they came to my parents' house, took pictures. It was like for real, like a magazine spread. 
so that was like my first time like actually talking about it because even when I was in high school I didn't tell none of my friends I was out of school for like four or five months my senior year and um everybody like when I told everybody I was like oh just tell them I got the swine flu because the swine flu was big then so I was like oh yeah that don't <laughs> I'm for real I told people I had the swine flu I was like yeah if they ask where I'm at I'm at home I got the swine flu yeah, because it was just like yeah. weird because I mean I didn't know nobody else like my age that was going through that so it was just like weird for me to try to like share that with people like my age at the time. Yeah. And you have a real, you know, you have a real important story with you being, you know, so young. Yeah, it is because um, what a lot of people fail to realize, like before I got diagnosed, I didn't think nobody could get diagnosed as a teenager. Yeah. Exactly. I'm like a teenager. Like you ain't even finished growing yet, like or just maturing body wise yet. So I was just like, wow. So you know, that's when I started doing like my research and stuff. And the crazy thing is, within like the black community, women, um, black women get, we have like the highest number of like cancer diagnosis in general. But it's starting to get like younger with age. Like I'm in a Facebook group that I've been in for like a couple years, and we've had women in there that got diagnosed at like 22, 23, 24, 25. And that's, like, young. So, like, the statistics for, like, the ages have been getting, like, way, way younger for, like, diagnosis compared to, like, you know, mm. when it'd be, like, 40s or 50s. And the, the crazy part is there's no real way to prevent it in a way it is there. Because I know it's um, some of it could get passed down by genes. Yeah, and that's why they had me do all that genetic testing and stuff because a lot of it is passed down by genes. But, like you said, there really is no way to combat it. But, I mean... From research that I've done and stuff, like, the best thing that you can do for any type of cancer is just eat healthy. Mm-hmm. And have, you know, like, a good raw diet. I mean, if you really want to go extreme and be, like, a raw vegan. But, I mean, like, what we eat on a daily basis definitely affects, like, how, you know, we get sick and just, like, our body in general. She, well, I'm fucking done. <laughs> 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 see, I'm like a high school. I'm done out you. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm fucking done out there. I'm trying to get right. I'm trying, bro. It's like, oh, your food be good. Healthy food could be good. Uh-huh. It don't match wings, though. <laughs> yeah, little pasta. It don't match pizza. <laughs> I, know, I, ain't, I ain't too much of a big old pizza. Just pasta and fucking like chicken and shit. You can get low-carb pasta. You ain't doing too much. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want no wheat noodles. <laughs> I want the wheat noodles. That shit in my face. Nah, I'm out here made some spaghetti and everything. So we know I'm pissed, but I ate it, dude. Try to hear the same. We got he healed it. I said, we, we spaghetti. Man, I don't want that. I'm eating this shit like <laughs> I think hungry. Uh, I just uh, use turkey. Use ground turkey. Ground yeah, turkey man. is good in spaghetti. Yeah, here, That's man. a myth. Ground turkey ain't no better than ground beef. Shut My mama died better than she did. Let me live. Shut out of here, Devin. Yeah, man, that ground turkey, man. It's the same thing as ground beef, nigga. That fucking shit out of here. You would be quick to be like, mm-hmm, I Tur- made this with turkey meat. I'd be like, girl, that ain't no better than uh, tur- ground beef. Fucking turkey bacon. <laughs> like fucking, fucking, uh, motherfucking fruit roll ups. Right. <laughs> that fucking shit out of Turkey here. Turkey bacon is so nasty. No, I, no, I'm gonna stop eating pork and shit, man. 
I, I guess that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That shit, it, like, really, fucking, it really do. That shit like gummy worm, <laughs> man. And people really be up in their kitchen trying to fry that in a, on a skillet. It, the bacon don't get crispy, bro. <laughs> that shit be flimsy. No, I don't want that shit. But yeah, man, so like, are you involved in any like um charities or like awareness like uh programs and shit like that? Not really charities. Um, I'm, like I said, I'm in a Facebook group, and it's like it's like all older women though, so it's it's kind of I can't really relate to all the women in the group because like those women, they've had like stage four like metastasized cancers and stuff like that. And I mean, like for me, I just I had a surgery one and done. You know, like that was the end of my you know like breast cancer journey. So I mean, I'm in that, but. I did more stuff when I was in college. Like when I was at UTSA, I started my own um, my own event during Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Um, I've like traveled to the Capitol last year to speak for like Cancer Awareness Month. Um, I've had like a spread in Susan G. Komen magazine. So I mean, when I was in college, I did way more because I had more access to it. And even though I'm like in the medical field, like. I don't really have time to just go up to like the oncology unit and stuff like that. Cause when I do be going to work, I be tired <laughs> and then I don't even know really who to just reach out to. But I mean, I want to get back into doing, you know, advocacy, especially just like in San Antonio and just to like, you know, inform, you know, younger black women, you know, about breast health. Because even when I used to speak at all the different colleges and stuff and just like different events around schools and stuff, like I would ask people to raise their hand. And a lot of a lot of girls, young girls, didn't even know how to do a simple self breast exam. And I'm like, dang, like they don't teach stuff like that in school no more. And they should. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even know men could get breast cancer until I went to the doctor. Like, yeah. Yeah. Can, I spoke at an yeah. event and it was a husband and wife. They had got diagnosed within like a year of each other. Jesus wow. Christ. That gotta be tough. Yeah, man. Well, yeah, man. We're glad you're in good health. We're glad you're here with us. You know what I'm saying? Ain't fucking with no turkey vegan. <laughs> and all that good stuff. We can get into your uh your side hustles. We we know you co owner of uh Velvet Noir. Velvet Noir. No what's funny, man, I had I had bought some shit from D way before she even had the name for that. Remember that shit, D? We had the, the brown bottle. Niggas don't be knowing we had that shit under wraps for a long time. Man, you, you just, just just testing it out at first. And you was it like was even before that. Yeah, and, and you was like, Yo, I'm just uh testing it out, y'all want some beer wash. Because like, that's when I was just making skincare. That was even yeah. before I had even met Rod. Yeah, yeah, even some kind of bill washing. I said, oh, I'll buy, I'll support, I'll buy. So it was like in the brown bottle, I had bought some. Uh-huh. And I was like, all right, like I said, like, I've been supporting Ben. And then when I seen y'all came up with the, I said, all right, nigga, up to something. <laughs> so this this was like, what, 20, circa 2016 or something? 2017. Yeah. Okay. So I was okay. So my little first side hustle, I used to make like um, natural skincare products. So I used to make my own. I mean, I still do for myself, but I was like selling them to you know people I knew out here, like friends, like college friends and stuff like that. I was even shipping them like hell. I, like I like Co said, I shipped some stuff to him. I have shipped some stuff to other people like in Houston. And um, one of my friends, he's a personal trainer, so he just like randomly hit me up one day, and he was all like, "You make beer wash." And I was all like, no, nah. I was like, but give me like a day, you know, to research and I'll have it ready. And I literally went to Google, researched how to make it, bought some stuff, and I had a little formula. Wow. 
and I was, you know, I was slanging, you know what I'm saying? I was slanging some, some mask, some toner, face wash, all types of stuff out of my apartment. Yeah, man, like I said, it was a while back, and I, I seen you tweeting about it. I said, shit, I got a beard. So, so I was like, let me, let me, you know what I'm saying? Why let me, not? Let me. You're like, why not? I mean, you don't support, you know what I'm saying? Like, I see she's making the stuff for the face stuff. I was watching from old lady. But when she was like, well, I mean, Ben watched it. All right, more lady. She ain't worried about her. You let sure did order some face stuff for Tasha. And it was like, yeah. So I'm like, I'm a support, you know what I'm saying, regardless. You know what I'm saying? Especially if I see somebody on the timeline doing something. So I'm like, all right. Yeah, and I ain't no fraud. Like, I I, I, I yeah. like doing stuff like that. So I was all like, man, should I make it for myself? Why not, you know, sell it to other people? So, like I said, it was already, I was, you know what I'm saying, rocking with it since before. Then I seen you had, uh, you know what I'm saying, started the, the build, uh, coming to be a ride. And I ain't even know where I did. And, um, Hell, I had just met that nigga too. And I had, I, 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 like I said, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> and then I had rebought the stuff when y'all gave it a name. I don't think y'all even had labels for it yet. Uh uh-uh. uh. Because yeah. we were still like. Uh, the, the black box. Before we actually like launched the website, we had tested it out for like four months, you yeah. know, giving it to people, you know, to get feedback to see what we needed to change or like if, you know, it needed more scent or if the scent was too strong. So we, we was testing stuff our way before we had even launched the website. Yeah, man, I always, I like to say shit like that. Like shit that's been in the works for years and then finally coming to, you know what I'm saying, fruition. Nothing to say, y'all ain't even done yet. So it's yeah, like, that was it's crazy like, though. It's like, that was a, like, it's like I said, y'all still growing. And that was just before, you know what I'm saying? Y'all still doing y'all thing, so. Yeah, shout out to all the people, you know what I'm saying, that listen, that by Velvet Noir. We appreciate y'all. And that's, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's great to see. And I, I, I use it every day. So I, I, I put my people on it. Whoever listen, look, man, I, 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 I shoot to the website. You know what I'm saying? I be putting it on my edges. Yeah, I be seeing you. Really? You be saying that. That it might work for, uh, what is it, edge control? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it worked? Well, I'm going to relate Yeah, it worked. Because, I mean, your hair ain't no different from the hair, uh, the, you know, the hair on your face. So so right. you put the oil or, or the, the balm on them? Nah, I put the oil on my edges. All right, that makes sense. Hey, 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 smell like bl- your hair smell like black ice. That's impressive. <laughs> 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 I don't like bourbon barrel. <laughs> well, that's bourbon funny. Bar- bourbon barrel edges. Nah, nah, I'm using that black ice. That black ice. <laughs> and then, I'm rocking. I mean, shit, I said you make the stuff so like you know what's in it. You know what you know what it, what it's for yeah. and, and how it would. You know what I'm saying? Work, we so. even had a um a customer. She she buys the stuff for her fiance, but she was putting it on her edges too because her edges was getting thin. And she sent us like before and after pictures, and she was all like, "I've been using it and it works." She sent us like a a before, then I think like a two week and a month, and it, her shit thickened up. That's that's what's up. Multi so multi. Like, okay. You know, you know. So we may have some products, you know, for the ladies coming out. I'm rocking with that. So what? What other side hustles you have? I mean, you got like twelve of them. I ain't got that many no more. <laughs> <laughs> I see you saying something about waxing. I see what the hell you doing now? Oh yeah, I be waxing. Jesus Christ! Oh, you do a uh, what is esthetician? No, nah, I don't do. I don't do all that. I just do the waxing. The so bikini, I do bikini um, wax. I be, I be doing the Brazilian waxing. That's what I'm about I to say. The facial waxing. So mustache, basically. No, it's my face. <laughs> Thigh burns, you know, eyebrows, upper lip, chin. I need my eyebrows waxed. <laughs> 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 my eyebrows be like, oh, fucking wildfire. <laughs> 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 I 
I got a whole <laughs> massage table and everything. Like I, I'm like I got the whole you know the wax kit. I got the little paper to put on my massage table for you know new clients. My little disinfectant wipes, my powder. I got I got you know. YouTube, they got look. This is what I always tell people because people always be like, "Why do you do so much?" Because they be like, "If if I like doing it, why not make money from it?" True. It's too much money out here for just to be doing stuff just to do it. So that's what I always do. At one point in time, I was selling little seafood plates one summer. Made killing off of that. People still be asking me, "When are you gonna sell them seafood plates again?" Boil seafood. I be making treats. I be selling oh, them out here. I need to connect when you do the uh, the boil seafood place. Boy, what I'm gonna do? Ship that to you? <laughs> I'm gonna come get it out there if I'm out there. Oh, I'm about to say, boy, that shit gonna spoil. <laughs> but yeah, um, I done made. I used to make wigs, but that got a little too time consuming. I had a sewing machine too, but it was still just a lot. Um, I used to dye hair. I didn't. I didn't have all types of stuff. Like when I say I'm a jack of all trades, like I really mean that. I. I'll put my, I'll find some some way to make money doing something. Jeez. That's good. That's good. You putting yourself out there too. Oh yeah. I be going to work. <laughs> I go to work too. <laughs> but, I, but like, the reason why I do it is because, like I said, I don't ever just work like a full eight hour day. So shit, some yeah, days I be off time. like completely. Like I'll have a whole day off, or like some days. I'll go in as early as 5.30. I'll be done by like 10. You got a lot of so opportunities like a whole day. to make a lot of extra money. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. gotta have a little extra cash. Oh, shit, I work too much. I work too much to do that shit. I'll be looking for a side hustle, man, but fuck, I'm lazy. <laughs> I'll be jailbreaking fire sticks if people still got fire sticks. I, you know what? I ain't never had a fire stick. That's why I ain't have one that wave. I'll jailbreak for a fee. <laughs> What you uh what you think you've learned being in a um a men's care company? Like, you know, uh, being a woman in a men's care company. Men really don't know how to take care of they sell. It's facts. That's facts. Look, that's facts. <laughs> be so many times I didn't see people on Twitter just like talking to men you know cause I'll be out and I'll be like if I see somebody with a beard I'll try to sell it like that's why I'm company liaison like I do all the talking like trying to market you know sell to people person cause I'm a people person I like talking so mm-hmm. I, and I didn't hear people say that they use like hair shampoo for their beard or they'll put like hair conditioner on it's their me. beard and I'm like oh, <laughs> it's me <laughs> well I hope not now you know no not not no more but <laughs> That and I'm mean. like, dang, like, I know it's hair, but, like, take care of it. And, and then they'll be wondering why this shit, like, dry and brittle. brittle. Yeah, yeah, man, we fought him out. Like, before hair I... falling out every time they comb it. Because you ain't taking care of it. You before... take care of the hair on your head, though. It's Y'all stupid. make sure y'all get a haircut, what, every week, every two weeks? I don't do that either. Every two. be rough. I'd be like, come on. Before I was using uh, Velvet, Velvet Nah, I will not use nothing. Like, well, I, well, at first, I started using that um that that the shea moisture shit, but Trash. then but I'm like, fuck! I already know you know what I'm saying. I already used this shit before. Then they got the bomb now, so I'm like, all right, I'm gonna just I'm gonna just switch over. And like I said, I've been there for what, about another year, year and a half, two years. I've been I've been rocking yeah. with it. So yeah, you were yeah, the game. Yeah, I didn't start till like two years ago. Yeah, about two years ago, I got a uh, my lady. She got me a kit. Um, I think it was for Christmas or my birthday. 
And I had that was I told told that story many times. I hadn't even met Rod. But you know, I had seen y'all, you know, I seen you and you and him um on the timeline. Uh, and she, she got it for me. And I'm like, uh, all right, I'll try. <laughs> like literally just ignorant to, you know, the whole beard beard care thing. Yeah. And uh ever since then it's it's been a, a great investment. We put a lot of a lot of research into that to make sure y'all got the best ingredients. And that's another thing too, like a lot of men just be like oblivious to like Yeah. Just what, self care. Yeah, yeah, like self care. Yeah, and I, I honestly didn't know that. I'm like, I know a bunch of people they'd be like, Yeah, I wash my face with a rag, the same rag I shower with. I oh like, nah, you don't, nah, you don't do that. Nah, I ain't never done it before. I always have two separate boy. I got nah, nah, I'm gonna go your ass in your face with the same nah. Yeah, stink ass, stink face ass, stink. See, now nah, look, see, I ain't gonna lie. Now nah, I'd be like, I'd be like, they got me, they got me exfoliating this shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know I'm saying I'm gonna get my nails and my toes done. You know what I'm saying? And then for a while too, like niggas would see that shit as like gay. That would be like taboo to like. I know that's crazy. Self care, self care. You want to be walking out here with a crunch bar face? Look, at, look, look. At first, I, I go by myself. I mean, I'm with my mom old lady, but not go by myself now. She might work. Baby, we get nail shop. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, look. They they know me in here. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, Mr. Jemison? They know me in this motherfucker. What, what they asked me, where's, where's, where's your girl? I don't, don't worry about, don't ask about her. It's about me. <laughs> it's my time. Yeah. That's facts. I mean, I don't see why niggas don't go, you know what I'm saying, get pedicures and shit. It's, uh, right, take care of yourself. That's just one of the things like that, that time, things change with time. Oh yeah, definitely. Because at first, the people that used to get it, they would call them like metrosexual. Like, right. Like, now it's like, now it's like. Be all over the timeline showing off they fresh manicure. Yeah, no, I do. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't even think um big, big open to I mean, sandal I, season, big open to a season. You hear me? Ah, you got that. <laughs> big sandals. <laughs> Getting them dollar uh, old navy sandals. You hear me? Big barbecue sandals. But I don't even think, even as a teenager, I don't, I really just don't remember even hearing you know my in the barbershop men talking about uh, you know beard care and and stuff like that. It seemed like it's just I don't know why it's just becoming more known now. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. I go to the barbershop. That nigga be, you hear me? That nigga be on his shit, man. That nigga be giving me, like, fucking, like, um, putting, like, face shit on my face and, like, fucking, like, scrubbing my face and shit. Like, I'm gonna get a haircut. They ain't be scrubbing my face. That nigga be, like, <laughs> washing my beard. That nigga be doing all kinds of shit. You the yeah. Works. So he, he be, like, put, like, a hot towel on my face. Then he, like, got some kind of massage thing. But he, like, oh, uh, kind of, they look, man, do you good? We out here. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's basically a facial. Basically, and I'll be chilling. Me, look, fuck, I'm paying for this shit. I'm paying, like, $40. And I'll be chilling. Yeah. And, like, I go, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, even, like, because, like, I always took them anyway. Wait, then, then I'll be chilling about an hour. And I done done, uh, my girl, she be putting me, I done done a couple of those, uh, I think they aloe, aloe mask, the green, Fish whatever. Mask? Yeah, I done done that a couple times with her. That's, that's what I do, like, when you're in the shower and you use all your lady products. I do that, too. 
You use nah. my stuff? Hell oh, yeah. <laughs> you use my stuff? She be know? bad as fuck, boy, that shit. Mama, and then it be like dumb shit. Like, she got like a nighttime wash and then like fucking like, daytime wash. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm about to use this shit. Hey, you ain't gonna miss it that much. <laughs> so, this this, this, this part of relaxing me. Like, but relaxing me too. Nah, y'all gonna be your own. Nigga, violate I bought anyway. That's what I'm saying. I'm gonna, right, I'm about to say. I ain't say I'm gonna use it. I'm gonna use it every time. I try, but you know what I'm saying. I'm gonna little lavender. Give it to her, saying this is for us. Give it to her, saying man, give me the lavender. Give me the lavender. You know about the lavender body wash? Yeah, man. Give me, give me the lavender, man. Come on. That lavender body wash, cold. Don't be stingy with the lavender. Wow, nice it'd be it'd be funny though because a lot of men feel like because i'm a female like i don't know what i'll be talking about but when i really like break it down to them and explain like what our products do and like how it helped the beard like they just be standing there like stuck yeah. on stupid they gotta respect the craft yeah you know what I'm but i like being behind the scenes i like people knowing that you know and they wrong with that I do my little interviews here and there. I be on, you know, do little podcasts here and there. But other than that, I be behind the scenes. I trying to land some business. As long as you're already working. You're in the front or behind. You see, you're working, you're progressing. They'll see the end results. Yep. Oh yeah, you know. Because the, the business gonna do what it's gonna do. Oh yeah, but we definitely trying to you know grow it. So like, I'm trying to like grow you know more out here in San Antonio. So I've been in contact with a couple of barber shops, and um, I got an invitation for like the San Antonio Fashion Week out here in October. So I just gotta you know send oh, all the stuff that up. they need or whatever. So you know I'm trying, I'm trying to get a little little business out here in San Antonio to have a little sector or whatever. I think trying to get it into the ingrained into the black man's mind that they need it is, you know, one of the the, the biggest things I know. Oh yeah. Because like we still we still so coconut oil on their beard and that's just the worst. <laughs> yeah, I saw some <laughs> that was on Twitter a couple of weeks ago and niggas was like, man, I just put coconut oil on there. Dry like, <laughs> I'm like, no, oh, that's gonna make you be a dry as shit. Because like it because like don't it make do research my, like. Google is literally a click away. Coconut oil is like, it prevents, it basically creates a barrier so moisture can't get into your hair shaft. But because it was this whole coconut oil phase, what, like two years ago or something like that, you know, people just like coconut oil crazy. Mm-hmm. For like, everything. It doesn't work on our type of texture of hair. It, but it, it, is, it is good for the skin though, right? Yeah, it's good for the skin, but not no right. hair. Yeah, I put it, I use it for lotion. It's good if you got like eczema and like dry skin, psoriasis. It's definitely good for that because it's um, comodogenic. That what that mean? Let <laughs> <laughs> like we, we, we both lost. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what that mean? <laughs> we gotta give a history lesson. I don't feel like doing all that. Como comodogenic. That sounds me. It's good for you. It's good for your skin. I'm Not your face skin, though, because people put it on their face, it'll clog your pores. It's good for, like, your arms, legs, back, stuff like that, but you can't really put it on your face because it clogs your pores. I'm rocking. I'm going to look it up. 
So yeah, uh, I'm gonna get out of here. What about to say? Do <laughs> <laughs> you got a uh, positive message, D? Probably not. Just cause you ain't got (laughs) Not for real though Like you know as far as like breast cancer goes And like breast health to all the women viewers Do yourself breast exams If you don't know how to do one You can google it You can youtube it You can go to like your nearest You know like Planned Parenthood Anything like that Because literally you Can be your first like Preventive measure against breast cancer because I mean like for me if I hadn't you know done myself breast exam I could have had you know like an actual stage of cancer like stage four or stage two or whatever but it's it's important you know to really do yourself breast exams and like I said if you don't know how to do it there's plenty of information out there don't be scared to ask people you know your body more than anybody you know what I'm saying so if you feel something is wrong go to the doctor because it's a taboo for you know people sometimes like people don't like to go to the doctors but don't wait just go that's a very positive message. And some yeah. somebody might need to hear that. Yeah, I mean, you know, even some of them older women, you know what I'm saying? Not even if you're just in your twenties, if you're in your thirties, you know, don't be scared. Go get them annuals. Go get them annual checkups. When you hit 35, go get them mammograms. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I had a uh I had a little mad scare last week and that um it was I mean I was okay in the in the end, but you know, it was a, a very, I want to say, well, I, I was a little scared just cause I had a weird pain in my chest that I hadn't had before. And I'm thinking, you know, damn, did I just have like a minor heart attack or something like that? And it was just one of them times I was like, all right, I need to make sure I, I go to the damn doctor and you use the damn benefits I, I pay for already. Yeah. Especially if you got benefits, like, come on, go, go get checked up. Better safe to be sorry. Yes. You got anything else, Dev? Yeah, man. Shout out to my Pelicans for, you know, swinging on this big trade. Gotta... <laughs> That's how a Pelican sound? I guess. <laughs> Take <Whatever>. flight. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Shout out to my Spurs, you know what I'm saying? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. a goon. It's a goon. Hey, hey, I fuck with the Spurs, okay? I'll be did downtown it, with the Mexicans. We'll be, we'll be be in the playoffs and we didn't want yeah. it. Did it, did it stink just a little bit that Kawhi won that ring? Just a little bit. I ain't one of them bitter fans. That boy did what he did. He left. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? More power to you. He got us a ring. He had a ring when he was with us. Yeah, I was about to say, you, you, were, you were living there when they won that ring. I was here for, I think, like for, two, for all of them. three rings or something. Yeah, for about, yeah, two of, two of them. I used to be all at academy getting my shirts and stuff. So you was there when the when the uh doing Katrina when the Saints played in San Antonio? Sure was, and you wanna know a funny story? Go ahead. At the time we met the coach at Dave and Buster, so he gave us tickets to go to both of the games. So we was like right behind the field goal. We was in like Sean P. Nah, yep. No, not Sean P. He was like, oh, the coach then. Yeah, uh wasn't uh Hazlitt, yeah. Jim Hazlitt. He was at Dave and Buster's, and we was there. My daddy, you know, doing what he do best. He was talking to him, let him know, you know, we from Louisiana or whatever. Somehow that got out, and he was all like, "What's y'all name? We gonna put y'all down." So yeah, I went to both of them games. <laughs> That's why there's a lot of Saints fans out there. 
Yeah. Oh, they was they was out here talking about the San Antonio Saints. Then people out here was tripping. I was like, boy, they not finna fuck. Yeah, no. hey, I remember they were, they were uh, they were talking about moving them back out there too. What the fuck? Yeah, business? one of the big um, car dealers out here, Red McCombs. He was trying to buy them. Oh, fuck uh, fuck Benson ass up, bull ass. <laughs> rest a piece of that boy. Rest a piece, papa. Rest a piece of that boy. I'll fuck that boy. I'll I bet they were Cause y'all got no football team out there Hell no UTSA ain't worth the shit Y'all need one though You should have gave y'all one like the All the fucking teams in Los Angeles You should have gave y'all fucking uh, San Diego I mean the fucking Chargers or something Red McCombs is trying to buy the Raiders too But they ain't want to sell They fucking should have just gave y'all one of the teams Or they was Jerry Jones You know Jerry Jones whole ass He don't want no other Uh no other football team in Texas. They were gonna move yeah. Jacksonville. Y'all could have got the Jaguars, but nah, the, the, the other guy. Nah, the Raiders would have been perfect because they wouldn't have to change their colors. That's they would have the same colors as first. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Mm. That's true. Nah, niggas ain't having that shit. I would have been up in them games. I wouldn't have been a fan, but I would have been up in them. Niggas, games. Then, uh, your boy letting that letting the team go. What's the nigga name? Is? Who? The Raiders owner, the son. Oh, Mark Davis. Yeah, he let that team go. They would have made money out here too. People be sleep on San Antonio. San Antonio would be a big sports city if we had a football. Yeah. Because we got soccer. Them soccer games be packed. That's where, uh, oh, dude, that's where two first went. Two first went to uh, UTSA. UTSA. Yeah. Mm hmm. Nigga tall as shit. I wonder what he, I would say he was definitely way after my class. So, what, he graduated like two years ago? Yeah. 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 Like UTSA was like the big, you know, the big kind of famous. I don't say famous, but the big school that a lot of people from my school were going to in Houston, because it was I don't know maybe the more hip school. I, I don't know, but I guess because of the football team getting out there. Yeah, because they they I want to say the football team like the first game I think was 2012 or 2013. Yeah, so it's it's a fairly new program. Oh yeah, yeah. But shit, we be decent and everything else. We even got championships in like basketball, softball, girl softball be killing every year. Track was like they won first place in was a bunch it, of stuff. Wasn't a basketball team in the uh in the, the tournament like two years ago or something? Oh, I'm uh-huh. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, you see, I say like the other sports, they real good. The soccer team be winning championships, like all that other stuff. But the you know the football team, they go they go get it together. They got that uh, the LSU coach from there. How many Saints coach or somebody? Yeah, the head coach over there, Glenn. It was that coach from UTS uh, for LSU. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But I think this last season he ain't really do nothing, so I don't even know if he's gonna be back this season. Yeah, His first season, though, they went to, I think, first season they went to the playoffs. Get the fucking black coaches out of here, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <Anti>. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> they gonna get me out of here? <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> everybody, everybody, everybody good? 
Yeah, man. Appreciate you for coming on, D. No problem. Hopefully, I gave some, you know, informative uh, information for the people. Oh yeah, you for sure did. Oh, Get I Velvet one Noir, last thing, bro. Though. If anybody is listening and they're interested in like what I was talking about as far as my job, just Google the letters C N I M. C N I M. Okay. Yeah, and you'll be able to find like all information on like what it is, and like you know you can see like if they have companies in your city that'll like train you to do it. That's what's up. We out. Yes, sir.